Welcome to the Heartbreak to Happiness show with Sarah Davison. If you're struggling with a breakup and you feel shocked, angry, betrayed, devastated, or sad and alone, then this podcast is for you. Best-selling author and award-winning host, Sarah Davison, shares how you too can get on with your life to heal, grow, and move from heartbreak to happiness. Here's your host, Sarah Davison. Welcome back to the show where you'll learn to transform your heartbreak into happiness. I'm Sarah Davison and I'm here as your trusted guide to help you every step along the way. On today's episode, we're diving into what is love? Yes, love, that big, big word that many of you out there will be striving for and looking for and hoping for, or maybe some of you are experiencing love and maybe some of you aren't. So what I wanted to look at in today's episode is how we all experience love in different ways. If we break up from our partner, does that mean you have no love anymore in your life? What does love mean for you? Now, we all have a different definition of the word love. Maybe we assume that everyone feels the same way about love and that love means the same thing. But recently, in one of my Heartbreak to Happiness virtual retreats that I run, one of my delegates was talking about love and how the loss of her relationship had made her feel obviously unloved and hurt and the other emotions that came along with that breakup, which was very, very difficult for her, understandably so. But she was talking about how that loss of love had really had a huge negative impact on her life. And she felt very lonely and afraid of the future. When I asked her to define what that love meant, she said it was the lack of romance that had gone and the intimacy that she shared with her husband Now, this delegate's name is Jackie, and she had been on a really tough, tough journey because her and her husband had been physically intimate and having sex and cuddling right up until the day that he left. So for her, when I asked her, what does love mean for you? She said, well, it's that romance and that intimacy. He was really good at candlelit dinners and bringing back flowers and just the romance of a situation. He was a very romantic guy. He would always think about the little romantic gestures. And she loved that. Little cards he would leave around the house, notes under her pillow. And this had continued right up until the very day that he told her he was leaving. So it came as a huge, huge shock to her. And that loss of love, she was finding really, really difficult. Another client of mine, Karen, who attended one of my Heartbreak Happiness retreats, was saying that because of the way her husband had acted in their relationship, it had redefined what love meant for her. Before, she said she would have thought of love as the passion, the excitement, the romance, kind of like Jackie's definition, I guess. But now, love for her meant honesty. And this might be true for you if you're listening. If you've been through a relationship where someone lied to you, where someone wasn't honest, where there was deception, and in Karen's case, there was a lot of deception around finances and money and secrets about where he was going after work. At the time, she was okay with that because she just swept it under the carpet and thought, he's busy running his own life. I'm running this part of the family life. And she also had a career. So she wasn't really focused on that because she trusted him. 
But it turned out that the deception was an affair and that he had hidden a lot of money. And during the divorce process, that became even more starkly evident. So honesty now was really important for Karen moving forward. And it really was the definition of love for her. Number one, they had to be honest. They had to be open. They had to be sharing with information. No secrets. So if you're listening and you've been through a toxic relationship where someone lied to you or let you down, even if you're only realizing that now with hindsight, it might be that your definition of love has changed too, like Karen's, and is more about honesty and integrity. Dave came to me really upset about the breakdown of his marriage. He had found it really hard throughout the marriage because he never quite lived up in his eyes to his wife's expectations. She was always niggling about little things. He described to me how when they were eating, she would say, oh, you're slurping, Dave, you're slurping, and that he wasn't tidy enough, or he might have had a spot on his tie, or his clothes weren't ironed neatly enough for her. He felt that he never quite lived up to her expectations. He wasn't enough for her. So now coming out of that relationship that had really fizzled out in quite an amicable way, but he was looking back with hindsight about what now love means to him. And he was saying, I want somebody to accept me for me the way I am. Obviously, there's going to be disagreements or areas that we can both improve on, he was telling me. But he said, ultimately, to accept me for me just the way I am. He said, that's really important to me going forward. I really struggled with the constant criticism and not living up to expectations. And I think that also had a big impact on Dave's confidence too moving forward. But as you can see, all these different clients have come out of relationships and redefined what love means for them. But it means something different to each of them. So if you're listening to this, have a think now about what does love mean to you? Because it is super important to have worked out what you want. Because if you're looking for love, if you're searching for love, if you're looking for love to solve all your problems, maybe that's not the best way to go about things. But if you are thinking, gosh, if I fell in love again, then that would really help. Then we need to figure out what love means for you. Because, for example, you wouldn't leave your house in the morning without knowing where you were going, would you? Well, because quite simply, if you got there, you wouldn't even know you were there. So we need to figure out what you're looking for and what it means for you. And also to really understand that everybody has a different meaning of what love is for them. Now, that, as we've seen, can be shaped by experiences, by confidence, just by who we are as a person and life events that have happened to us. So understanding and defining what love means to you is going to be a really good place to start in your search for love. Now, it's also important to understand that we show love to our partners in different ways. For those of you who've listened to my other episodes where we cover things like the five different languages of love, which demonstrates how we each show our partner love in different ways. For example, words of affection, physical touch, quality time with your partner might be most important to you, or acts of service, doing little things that might be, for example, making a cup of tea or washing the car. Is that how you show love to your partner? Or maybe it's buying them little gifts. Doesn't need to be expensive, but little gifts to show how much you care about that person. 
Now, we all have our own little ways of showing love, but again, understanding that how we show love may not be how our partners show us love back. Now, all these things will determine how loved you feel in a relationship and also how your partner feels. So having a deeper understanding of how we show love, how we receive love is super, super important. And also the fact that there are different types of love. Hi, it's Sarah Davison here, the Divorce Coach. I hope you're enjoying this episode of Heartbreak to Happiness. I just wanted to let you know about a free gift I've got for you, which I know will help you if you're struggling with your breakup or divorce right now. I'd like to offer you a free week's membership of my Heartbreak to Happiness online support group sessions with unlimited access to any of the groups during this time. So what are they? Well, these are friendly and confidential online support groups run by my accredited coaches. I've designed them to ensure that you know you're not alone and there is help and support out there to help you cope better. One delegate, Jane, said after her first session, I can't believe how much better I feel in just one hour. Another delegate, Wendy, said, My friends and family are so fed up of hearing me talk about this and now I finally feel like I've found my tribe. I've designed these sessions so you'll meet other people going through similar situations and you'll be able to share your story in a safe space. My specialist coaches are all trained personally by me and are there to offer support and help to enable you to dial down those negative emotions and let go of your ex. So I wanted to make a special offer to all my podcast listeners, which is a three weeks access to this unique support. It means that you will have access to as many support sessions as you would like to attend in a week. And we've got lots of days and different times to choose from. This is a great way to start to take your power back and help you feel more empowered. Remember, as I always say, it's not what happens to you that defines you. It's what you do about it that makes you the person you are. So sign up now at www.saradavison.com forward slash support group. That's saradavison.com forward slash support group to claim your free gift and to move from your heartbreak to happiness. Now, I mentioned Jackie to you, who said that she was feeling completely unloved because she had no romance or intimacy in her life anymore. That was how she defined love. But there are so many different types of love that when you lose the love from your partner, it doesn't mean that you've lost all love from your life. And I think this is a really key understanding to grasp when you're going through a breakup because also often the direct messages I get from people or the clients that I'm coaching say I just feel so unloved and I have no love in my life now if this is what you actually believe it can have a really negative and devastating effect on you because love and connection is the number one human need it's what we all crave is what we all want so if we're feeling that we're missing that then obviously that's going to put us in a really tough, challenging position. But what I want you to think about and what I want you to explore in your own mind is how many different types of love there actually are. 
Now, if you think back to Jackie, who said that she was missing the romance and the intimacy from her husband, and that therefore she had no love in her life. Obviously, that romance and intimacy is one type of love. The love we get from friends is still love. It's just a different kind of love. The love we get from our parents or that we get from our siblings or maybe other family members, that's love too. It's not the same love as we get from a partner, but it is love. Now, I can hear you saying, yeah, but the love I get from my family members can be quite difficult and it's not always easy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that will come with different strains too, of course. Every relationship does. But understanding that that is a form of love and a source of love that you can tap into if it works for you. Also, the love we have for our kids. Now, if you have kids, then you'll know that that love is an unconditional love as a parent in most cases. So it is definitely a source of love we can fall back on during a breakup. That doesn't mean that we become over-dependent on our kids for everything. Absolutely not. But just enjoying the love that your kids give you and their playful nature and the different type of love it is and appreciating that you are still loved. We also get a lot of love from pets, for example, if you've got a puppy or a kitten or you own some horses or whatever. Pets can be a source of love too. Okay, it's a different kind of love, but please don't overlook that affection and appreciation and love that you get from animals too. It can be great therapy if you're going through a breakup. Also, there's the love of things around us, you know, just being grateful for the sunshine, if you're lucky enough to have that. We don't have much of that over here in the UK at the moment, but when the sun is shining, you can love that. You can love nature. You can love going for walks. There's lots of things that you can love in life. So there are so many different sources of love in your life. And I think it's important to hold on to that and open your mind to the fact that just because your partner's gone doesn't mean your life is now loveless and that you have no love because there are other sources of love. And until a new partner comes into your life, if that's something that you want, maybe it's not, then looking at those other sources of love to fill those gaps can really top up that bucket inside you that needs that love and connection, okay? Because it is important as a human being to have love and connection. So we have to look for it in other areas. And if you can start to appreciate that there are other sources, then it closes that gap. Now, of course, there is another type of love that you are fully in control of, and that is self-love. Now, I can hear you now saying, Sarah, that's really tough for me right now. My confidence is low. I don't feel good about myself. My Maybe your self-esteem has been battered by the fact your ex left you, or there are some phrases in your head that are still going round and round for maybe a toxic relationship where you really don't think you're worthy of love. So it can be tough to love yourself when you're going through a breakup. I know that it is challenging and it can be tough, but I promise you it does grow back, okay? There are things you can do to start to grow your ability to love yourself again. Now, that doesn't mean walking around saying, I'm awesome, I'm the best thing ever, I'm the best catch out there. No, that's not what I mean by self-love. What I mean is accepting you for who you are and loving yourself, your strengths, your weaknesses, because come on, let's face it, your weaknesses make you who you are too. And when you really love somebody, you accept them warts and all. So that's really what I'm asking you to start the journey on for yourself. 
So look at what you're good at and focus on that. Being kind to yourself is self-love. Not beating yourself up is self-love. Allowing yourself to let go of your ex. Giving yourself permission that doing your best is good enough. Okay? And you, just the way you are, are enough. Self-love is something that will come back. It will build and you will get more confident as you go through your journey from heartbreak to happiness. It is important, but I don't want you to put too much pressure on yourself because I know that it can be a challenge to rebuild self-love. However, if you start focusing on the other sources of love that are in your life, you will find that naturally the self-love that you have for yourself starts to grow. It's about being at peace with yourself and not fighting not battling to be something that you're not and accepting that you are who you are. Yes, there may be areas that you can improve on. Excellent. If you can identify those and start to put a plan together to move towards them slowly, then you're doing a great job. Okay. And the areas that maybe you can't change, learning to accept that that's what makes you unique. That's what makes you you. And actually, it's okay to be you just the way you are. Now, if you can start to have that self-acceptance, that will move you forward, as well as understanding that just because the love from your partner has gone doesn't mean that there aren't other sources of love in your life. Your life can be full of love if you look for it. If you open your eyes and look at what's around you and not just focus myopically, as we all tend to do at the end of a breakup, and feeling unloved and hurt, because there are so many other ways you can add love into your life. So have a think about the friends that make you feel loved, the family members that make you feel loved, the pets, wherever else you get your love from. Have a think, because actually understanding that just because your partner's gone doesn't mean that you are without love will really give you a boost when you start to focus on the other sources of love and rebuild your own self-love. You will find yourself moving faster from that heartbreak to happiness. Thank you for listening to today's episode and allowing me to help guide you from your heartbreak to your greatest happiness. And I look forward to you joining me on my next episode. That's it for today's episode of Heartbreak to Happiness. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to win a free ticket to Sarah's virtual Heartbreak to Happiness retreat. This is a transformative combination of live webinars with Sarah herself, coupled with her empowering online video program designed to help you cope better with your breakup and start feeling happy again. For more details, head on over to heartbreaktohappinesspodcast.com, where you can also get a copy of Sarah's gift. Thank you, and join us again on the next episode for another dose of Heartbreak to Happiness. Happiness.